I'm Ricky. And I'm Joe, and this is the Season 2, Episode 19 of the Beer and Broadband Podcast, where I always put the in front of season, which is not appropriate English. Um, I am a native English speaker, I promise. Well, it is, it's the thing, it's that season. <laughs> the season we're in right it, now. It should be. This is Season 2, Episode 19 of the Beer and Broadband Podcast. Anyways, this should come out on November 4th, 2019. Um, one, one more uh, day closer to my death as, as I moved inexorably okay. towards the end of my life. Um, so uh, I'm pretty sure at the end of last podcast, you were like, man, we need to do one that's not quite as sad. I'm just starting it off. I'm starting it off sad so that we can. I'm setting the expectation. Like, start low, build up. Yep. So, um, Let's get let's get right into the whiskey we're drinking. Normally we do beer, but um, we're doing some whiskey this time. I, I got some um, Jameson Irish whiskey, uh, triple distilled cask cask stout edition. And while you're drinking it, um, it we we've kind of like went back and forth about what this means and why it's you know whatever it is. So it says we've been distilling Jameson since 1780. But we've always, we're always open to new ideas. So when a local craft brewer borrowed our cast to age their fine Irish stout, it gave us an idea. Why not finish our precious liquid in stout-seasoned oak barrels? The result is Jameson's Caskmates Stout Edition, a special whiskey that accentuates the trademark smoothness of Jameson, original with additional flavors of coffee, cocoa, and gentle hint of hops. Yeah. Here's something real. What's the what's the ABV on this? Um, it's forty percent. Okay, that's what I was wondering because I know um, beers will pull some extra ABV out of their their cast. They're being aged. I didn't know if it, this would go down slightly because I, I kind of doubt it because yeah. it's. I think this was um, barrels that were uh, that's true were Irish whiskey. And then they had then they beer became the, stout, and then they and became then, whiskey. Again. Then they became whiskey again. Yeah. So I've had this, and I love this stuff. Yeah, it's, it's got bad. it's got a lot of the great flavors of uh, that kind of hoppiness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's got the cinnamon and deliciousness of whiskey, and you know, while scotch is normally my thing, I do love Irish whiskey also. <laughs> <laughs> it got you, didn't it? No, I made the mistake of breathing too quickly in after I swallowed. So it's got a bunch of lung full of vapors. Yeah, just, just all the vapes from the, all those dank vapes off of your, your, your whiskey. I need those words from you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the. This I think this is one of the better Jameson whiskeys. It's pretty I, I, good. Jam, I don't normally love Jameson's stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't hate it. It's. It's like well, I want something that's an Irish whiskey. I'll drink some Jameson or some Johnny Walker. Yeah. But this I like a lot. I might get some of that. We've been doing this thing. Um, has not been. I mean, it hasn't been bad for my waistline yet. It hasn't been great for my waistline either because I've been like off and on of a diet. But. Um, we're trying to save some money on what we're eating that kind of includes alcohol. You're at Costco and they sell like a gallon and a half of like a really good French vanilla ice cream for oh. like eight bucks. Yeah. Um, it's a real good price. We've been making uh, rum milkshakes oh. with it, which is really good. Yeah, that, that'll that'll add pounds. Yeah, we make them kind of small. You know, they're not like the, the full size yeah. restaurant ones. Yeah, I mean, still, but still. It's, like, it's like, let me put, 
a high calorie content in with a high sugar content. Let yeah. me just mush those together. Yeah, it is about like 500 calories per milkshake. Yeah. Um, but man, that would be really good. Oh yeah, it, it would be. I, so I used to do something similar with yeah. um, with uh, some um, Desert Rose. Is that the name of the the liqueur? Is a is like a like a liqueur that's like pink, um, okay. and it's something rose. But I can't remember exactly what it was. But I'd get some peach ice cream, and then I'd add that to it, and mm-hmm. it added like a cherry okay. blend with yeah, the peach, yeah. and then I, I'd make a uh, like a fried cobbler and I put that on top of it mm-hmm. um, and it just it, it created like this kind of delicious dessert but after I looked at like the health implications yeah, I just yeah. quit making it um, I, I don't even know if I could make it anymore just because I don't I don't really remember how to but yeah mm-hmm. what you're making is kind of similar to that and it is so delicious Yeah. Uh, but you know you can only have it like once every two years yeah yeah I had to tell my wife we had to slow down um, I told her originally that like, I won't have it very often, but that's like her preferred way to take alcohol now. Mm. So we've already gone through in about a week, like half a gallon of ice cream. Yeah, that, 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 that'll do, do it. it. It'll do yeah. it. So let's talk about the, I mean, we love to talk about privacy stuff mm-hmm. in here. That, that has become a main theme of, of things that we've done. So the, the Pixel 4 is mm-hmm. coming out. Um, and there have been some people that you know got early versions of it and some some other things, um, and they've been like experimenting with it. And so uh, somebody that got it determined that while your eyes are closed, as in like right now, yeah, yeah, you can unlock the phone, like just hold it up to someone's face, and mm-hmm. the the so like if you know you murdered somebody or something like that, yeah. and you wanted to get into their phone, you could hold it up to their face and. Unlock yeah, yeah. their phone. It's not really doing enough with your eyes. Doing more with just your facial structure. Well, it's a the so Apple had a, a thing about this with its mm-hmm. face unlock thing, um, where you if you're if you're going to use that, it has to make sure that you are looking at it. The eyes are open. Yeah. And so the the pixel engineers didn't didn't, didn't go didn't to that same that. L- yeah. level of so. That's a problem. Now it's supposed to. Sh- they're supposed to fix it in software after it's mm-hmm. been shipped. But the the initial version of the phone will ship with the security flaw. Yeah. So I mean, let me just throw this out here. Why do we need that feature? Like, Be- because don't... you don't have fingerprint unlock anymore, and uh, uh, we're I wanting get... to move. We're wanting to move away globally from the insecurity of passwords, and so mm-hmm. you you have you either have biometrics or passwords or certificates yeah, as your way but to like, authenticate. Why... We finally kind of got pretty good at fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Now, why are we moving to faces now? Like, I I understand ease of use. But if I'm holding my phone, like, I have to hold my phone. My fingerprints have to be all over my phone. You don't have to, you don't have to hold the phone to do face unlock. That's one I, that's one of the things they tout. Like, if you're in gloves or something, yeah. uh, you, can, you can unlock it without having to take your gloves off. And um, also, if... Uh, you say you the the phone like Apple's phones are supposed mm-hmm. to be aware enough that when you look at it, it determines then that you're you're trying to unlock your phone and it'll unlock at that point. But see, I don't like that 
This is just me being fuddy-duddy, which is always... I feel such a weird dynamic on this podcast that the guy that writes the most software is like, this is just stupid software. Why well, have that? Well, no, so but, a, a, anybody that works in tech or something like that, you have like two thoughts on it. It's either this is the stupidest thing ever because mm-hmm. we are not good at securing this stuff or this is really cool, blah, blah, blah. And the people that sell it the most are the, this is really cool, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But everybody that makes it is all like, no, this yeah, is dumb. <laughs> This is a whole new level of crack, like, with, with just the face and line. Especially if you're taking fingerprints away. I mean, okay, now my camera has to always be on. It can always see me. Not great. Um, we you got to hope your biometrics for the face are good enough that, you know, another similar-looking person can't unlock it. Or, you know, your eyes actually have to be open to unlock it. Like fingerprints are pretty good. Like we, we we used to be crap at them. There were all these things you could watch of like the early fingerprint stuff that would get fooled by like someone scanned your fingerprint and put it on a piece of paper or and like to, to to a certain extent you can still do some things like that, but it's much harder now. Yeah, it's it's much harder now and now. But why switch to face? I just don't get it. I mean, I, you made a good point with the gloves. I gotta give you the gloves. That's that's a good use case right there. Hey, do you like work outside all the time and you always got your gardening gloves on or something? But then just passwords. Just give me give me a password. So so what what I hate about about my phone is that I can uh, I have a phone that I can unlock it with my mm-hmm. face and it works pretty good until the moment that it needs for me to reauthenticate and inevitably that always happens when I need to not use my fingerprint. Yeah. Or I need to not I like That's I need I, I have my hands in gloves or something like that and I'm picking it up and I'm like please please unlock with this so that I don't have to do that thing. But then, as soon as it unlocks, I'm I have to I have to take off whatever glove. Yeah, yeah. Or, I hadn't really thought about it. But I guess my, my phone does the same thing. Where like your fingerprint only works so many times in a row before you still got to give it the password. Yeah, exactly. So like you just double. What's the point? Yeah, like, exactly. Still, the, the secure thing that I absolutely have to have to be able to use it is still the password. Like exactly, and and passwords are inherently unsafe now. Yeah, they're, they're they're not efficient. Unless you're like my mom. Oh my god! So as much as like I complain about like, what would my mother do? I would had to play on her iPad not long ago. She's got like a twelve character pin <laughs> that she knows. It's like all right, and there's like no repeating characters. It's like okay, mom, sure. <laughs> Secure. Good on you, mom. Security. Yeah. Maybe not while you're doing that, but okay, cool. Yeah, but it said you could have a maximum length, and you did the maximum length, and you always remember it, and I don't, so it does do a good job of keeping me out. That's pretty great. So, yeah, so maybe don't buy a Pixel 4 to begin with if you care about that thing. I mean, I I don't know. I I, I'll, I assume that my phone is going to have some security flaw, flaw whether it's a, uh, an Apple phone or, or, or an Android phone or, you know, wh- whatever. Mm-hmm. That my phone is going to have some sort of security flaw. I don't trust it with anything that I really consider to be valuable. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, but then then there's things that I have to have it for, like two-factor authentication, because Mm -hmm. it's something I have on me all the time. It is the best option for me to have for two FA, and then biometrics and stuff like that. So there's just no there's no way for me to get around the the terribleness and the awesomeness. Yeah. I mean, especially where like a lot of two factor stuff is going with things like duo or like phone based authentication. Uh, Well, I mean, whether you're talking about, uh, Authy or duo or mobile pass or P 
ping or you know, yeah, any of those. It all ties you to your phone in some yeah, way most of the time. Yeah, there's tons yeah. of them. I'll tell you, though, nothing has changed my perspective about the phone market more than how much I hate my Samsung right now. No, really? Like, that, I it is not even a contest. It has blown me away when, because I used to have, like, the the Note whatever. It was an older phone, like my, my phone a couple of years ago. Then I switched to that little cheap Motorola because I was like, I want to try a cheap phone. And I don't know, it took me a while to get used to not having some of the features and stuff. But now that I've gone back to like a Samsung phone, it's like I don't want to anymore. Yeah, so I'm legitimately my my Motorola is having problems. You know, this is an old phone. I've just worn it into the ground. I might just buy another one and switch over to that. I for all the like extra hardware and those things are nice. You know, it's got better hardware than the you know the whatever I have. Ten Plus has better hardware than my old Motorola. But just the software on it is so much more crap mm-hmm. than like stock Android. It is scary. Like not a single one of the things it shipped with is nice. Oh, also, I disabled Facebook and it made sure to warn me that it was a required app and that yeah. it might break if it didn't have Facebook. On exactly. It. What in the world? Yeah, that I mean that that is Samsung. I I don't. Uh, there's a whole diatribe I could go on. I use the Galaxy Note 9. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say that I love it. I don't hate the S10. Uh, it's not my most hated phone. I mean, my, mm-hmm. my wife loves her S-series phone. But I agree with you. Like, if if I was investing my money into something and I was going to buy a phone that wasn't like some sort of like just cheap phone that mm-hmm. you know i bought i bought this a flip phone that yeah. you know it's not, not a feature phone i think is what they're calling but i was gonna buy a smartphone right now i'm gonna look for a headphone jack and relatively modern hardware on something like a motorola that gives me a as close to stock android as i can get yeah um you know maybe an apple phone may, maybe maybe an iphone maybe because I've have seen some good things about the newer iPhones mm-hmm. and and I do like um, iOS 13's you know like dark mode features and things yeah. like that, but mm, I don't know I don't like that walled garden and I mean if it's going to be an insecure device I want it to be an insecure device on my terms yeah um, so I I'd, I'd prefer to have the um, the you know the the Motorola I don't need face unlock really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want like a fingerprint scanner to to help me secure my phone and a couple other like sane defaults yeah and stuff yeah so I completely agree with you as a matter of fact I remember I'm the person who was like hey I've got a Motorola phone and I love it it's great look at my Motorola phone and you were like oh, I'll have to go check it out and then you liked it so much you went and bought one of the next of the next series so yeah. like, I think my recommendation still stands that that's one of the better it, it is a good phone I'll then I bought it because it was so cheap I was like the idea is I can just pay for a phone in cash yep. and it's done you don't have to be on some plan but man if the the two hundred fifty dollar phone isn't better than however much these things normally sell for. I got it. Yeah, that, I mean they're they're like anywhere from hundred or something like the, that. Well, that one that one wasn't. That one was eight hundred. Okay. The the uh, the Galaxy Note ten is like twelve hundred. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but even then, it's three times the price for not but even equivalent. What I want to go back to the day where I can I can have a media player in my phone mm-hmm. and I can use it to listen to music. And yeah. all sorts of stuff like that. I like being able to watch movies on it sometimes and YouTube videos. Um, 
and and I mean I don't mind having wireless head uh, headphones in some respects, mm-hmm. um, but ultimately I mean, really, yeah. I I want to be able to 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 use it well. And there's some I mean I don't hate everything about Samsung stuff. If you put on a new skin and do a couple other things, mm-hmm. but the fact that I have to do that is just makes makes yeah. the phone. Well, the thing that just gives me like I I enjoy the phone better now that I've removed a lot of stuff, but the fact that like. The web browser it comes with is worse than the stock browser. Yeah, like, worse did, than Chrome. Why did you spend the time to develop Samsung Internet or whatever it's called? Because not everybody, so that in, in not every country that they sell these phones mm-hmm. can that is is it allowed for people? And it, some companies won't let you use Chrome because it's not considered as secure as the Knox built-in apps. So yeah. it's it's a way that they can. But it's not because the other browser. This is my thing. Like I get that. Like Motorola runs into the same issue. I'm sure. And it's like, well, okay, then you got to download your browser. You know, go to the app store and get your browser of choice. I, no, but like, uh, Motorola doesn't run into that in, issue because they use Chrome and all the stock apps, but they aren't considered to be one of the more secure phones. Okay, I get so, what you're saying. So, so Sam, like, yeah, Samsung yeah, yeah. is considered to be a super secure phone because they have the secure enclave with Knox. Hmm. Where uh, Apple has their secure enclave with their um, T2 chip or whatever they call it, the 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 way that they can tell that hardware has been been set up in their default, you know, mm-hmm. like certain apps and things like that. Where like um, uh, Pixel and some of the other phones that are out there are considered to not be as secure because of their inability to implement some of the features, and so. If you want to take advantage of those features, you have to have like a built-in web browser and things like that, and, and those all go within that secure enclave. So that, I mean, I understand why Samsung has it. You should give me a, the ability to just like turn that off or something. Yeah. If I don't, you mean a secure it. mode and normal mode. Let me just yeah. use my regular web browser. Let me use my, my regular anything. Yeah, and, and get rid of your stupid like one UI whatever. I, I don't remember if it's Tizen or whatever the name of it is, but. Yeah. That, uh, okay. So we could complain about Samsung all day. We were talking about the Pixel. Yeah, we were the talking Pixel about the Pixel Four, and yeah. uh, you know, just get it if you want it. Don't get it if you don't. In other privacy things, mm-hmm. let's talk about the Facebook portal. So, do you know what that is? I right? do not. Okay. So you know, the there's a hunt to have a device in in homes, kind of like the. Um, Nest, um, you know that that has the screen mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but it has a camera in it and a microphone, and it allows you to do like calls and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So uh, taking that that technology like out of a phone or a tablet and putting mm-hmm. it into, so they want to have like a a company controlled device, you know, something that you could use with like a Skype or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, or WhatsApp. Or Facebook Messenger, yeah, uh, specifically WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger from Facebook. But th- there's other like companies out there that are trying for this. Facebook specifically has had a, a device that was kind of like this tube thing called the Portal, and then it had a screen on it, and you could give it to your grandparents or your okay. mom and yeah. dad, yeah. and they could Skype with the kids and all the, and then they can harvest all of your, you know, mm-hmm. conversations and everything like that. Now, according to Facebook, this one's more privacy conscious. This is like revision two. It looks like a little, um, you know, eight inch or ten inch 
uh, picture frame and it can display pictures and it's got a microphone and a webcam in it and um, it, you know you can hear it talking to you uh, when someone wants to call you or something yeah. you can have video chats and all sorts of other things like that uh, Facebook says that it's not a of a privacy concern because they don't harvest any of your information sure, in those call sure, in those calls sure. they do listen to like your Facebook, your you wake up them. message and other things but when it comes to specifically calls and stuff they don't harvest any of the information and you can shut the the mic and uh, camera off there's like a hardware shut button on it that you can slide and mm. it'll mute both things uh, so it covers the, the camera completely so that the camera can't view and uh, covers the mic so that it can't hear yeah um, what do you think about that before I start talking about what I think about it I mean why I mean I get Facebook wants their own but this is a thing that's already existed for quite some time I mean my Amazon show does all that just not with Facebook. You know, I could call my mom on it and everything like that. I don't use it because I think it's stupid. I don't like the idea that I'm having conversations with this microphone that are more important things than, you know, Alexa play whatever stupid song my kid loves right now. You know, Raining Tacos or whatever. <laughs> um, it's a real grip. song. Yeah, yeah Perry, Perry, grip. Perry Grip. That's that's the dude right there. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just I don't like the idea of interacting with it like that. I get it in some instances, but that's why I took it out of my office. It's not my office because I don't want to listen to me all day. Because um, we we deal with some sometimes fairly sensitive things. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I guess if it wasn't Facebook, I probably wouldn't be as concerned because Facebook has had some of these problems yeah. in the past. <laughs> um. But no, for real this time, guys, we're we're definitely not using it for anything we shouldn't. So th this is th this is where I both say no one should ever use this, but you might you might actually want to use this. Hmm. So it is it is a really from what I understand I, I've never touched one. If I ever get to touch one, I would burn it afterwards. It's, it wouldn't go in my house, um, but it is really designed for you to be able to use with like a a non-tech savvy like grandparent or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You give it to them. You set it up. And then if you primary, if your thing is Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp, and that's how you use to communicate pe with people, mm -hmm. and you, you're already consuming that, that product yeah. to be able to, you know, do voice and, and video conferencing and calls, mm -hmm. then I would say it is absolutely a necessity that you buy this for your grandparents because it makes it super easy. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that. Uh, I mean, I almost got my mom a show to, to have the con to do the same thing with her but even she was like oh isn't that that spy device thing i keep hearing about yep. i don't want that in my house yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so so but i mean it, you could you could unplug it and turn it off and yeah, then turn it back yeah. on and and have it for for those moments if it's somebody that's not tech savvy enough to use a tablet to do the same thing mm -hmm. this is this is a way that you can make sure it gets security updates and everything like that and you have a little bit yeah. of yeah i mean it would be a great thing you know if you're if you're buying in on that and like you're already kind of compromising your security by like being really tied to those apps for your yeah. communication probably not hurting yourself that much more getting this I can see, like, I think, you know, eventually the day's probably going to come that I got to put my mother in, like, a retirement home. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, we won't be able to adequately care for her. It'd be a great thing to have in, like, her room. 
Yeah, exactly. She could like easily just call us. Or like if she fell down. Maybe maybe not the room that she uh that well, so I don't know about the fell down thing. Because that this would not be a good security like device. You want something that's more like the life alert or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. Well, I mean, I'm just just throwing it out there. Like it, it'd be a great way for you know, you're, again, an elderly person to communicate if they're not tech savvy enough. I don't think my mom would have a problem using her tablet, but you know, if you're if you're all in on it, that's already how you kind of communicate. Yeah, I see it being there. It's not like again, it's not like this feature doesn't already exist on other platforms. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I don't like I don't like Facebook. So either. so from 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 our recommendation would be, don't do this. Don't use WhatsApp. Don't use Facebook Messenger. Don't use any of those things. But if you do, use them sparingly. And if you are a person who ignores that, and you're you're using this to communicate with your parents, and they have problems using those platforms, this would be something that would be yeah. useful for you. So Fallout seventy six, oh, we we kind of mentioned this last week. Like you said, something. Have you heard about like Fallout seventy six going pay to play and stuff like yeah. that? So that that is not actually um, that like what I took from you is not actually what what i've learned of what that is yeah yeah uh so yeah it's like the the first yeah is, i wasn't super sure about it either because i'd only heard about it like on the drive over here right but yeah it's uh it's, it's a thing it's a thing so basically you pay a premium you pay so you paid whatever 70 80 dollars mm -hmm. you bought the game and it's free to play it's supposed to be free to play forever you play with your friends go out and have a good time but if you really want to have that private server experience, you have to pay a hundred dollars a year yeah. or twelve dollars a month, and then you get some like perks and your own private stash box and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's not going super well, yeah, as with heard. everything else that Bethesda's done with Fallout seventy six. So I just I, I wanted to be wanted to be clear when we talked about this that what we had said last week. You know, I didn't really know anything about it. Well, I went and did some research, and uh, because I haven't been playing Fallout 76, I got it. Yeah. But uh, I am not cool with the whole, like, situation with Fallout 76. Mm -hmm. So, um, but because of that, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the situation, is that you get to play for, you get, the, you get the privilege of doing what they said you could do to begin with for an additional $12 a year, um, and that still doesn't work right. It doesn't work right. Well, then, here's the thing I've been reading up on too. It sounds like, from the research people are doing on their own, you don't really get a private server. Nope. You get an empty server that's just not being used by anyone else at the moment. So, right. like, you play for an hour and a half, it's private for your hour and a half. It's still also open entirely to, like, your... your what people are getting at, it list. seems like, it's the entire friends list, which means that if you, like... If they want to come in and invade you, they can. You don't have to allow them in. They just get to come in because it's, you know, it, it's set up that way. But the idea that, like, it was a world that somebody else was in an hour ago and they blew stuff up and they looted everything, but now it's your private world. <laughs> no, it's like people are talking about, like, NPCs that have been killed and, like, all this other stuff. It's private server. That's not that hard to do. Private servers have existed for like ever well but the like, thing is to have a private server you have to have the hardware it's not like it just mat you can just magically say i have this instance of this server that i run for these 100 people and it's some somehow my hardware just grew to that power to be able to do that if your hardware wasn't powerful enough to do that 
it's not going to happen well. It's not going to happen at all. Um, but so so they the but that, that what they're trying to do is like get you to pay for the hardware that's there. Yeah, they're trying to get you to pay for what they already have, and they didn't buy new stuff for it. And it it just blows my mind. Like that's such an easy concept. Like we've had it in gaming. Like there are still private servers available for like Battlefront One. Yep. Like and not like the new one. I mean like Star Wars Battlefront the two thousand and five title. Yep. Those servers are still running, or like when even when they stopped, like people spun up their own private server because it was that simple. Well, you, so, but as games get more more complicated and more resource intensive, it isn't it isn't that just that simple. I mean, it is though. I get though what you're saying. Like you need more hardware. A person is probably not running their own private Fallout 76 server in their home because the resources needed. But when you're a company like Bethesda and you're like, okay, we're gonna offer this premium thing. You should be investing money in doing it. I, this almost reeks to me, and it really, it, it made me laugh when I realized when I read it. It's like, oh, well, they're just using the same servers. They're just going to give you an empty one. It's like, man, it's really going so bad. They feel confident. <laughs> they can be like, we'll have an empty server we'll for you. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, not a problem. So I, that's why I worry. I think it's just like a cash grab and a try to like reuse the stuff they have now that like Fallout 76 hasn't gone well. well. So, but no, actually, it's, it's completely opposite. Fallout 76 didn't go well to begin with, mm-hmm. but there has become a pretty passionate community of people that consistently play. And... While the game sales have has gone off, so there's mm-hmm. no monetization. Yeah, they still buy like atoms and stuff like that, and so it's um, from what I understand, like, it's not an unprofitable venture. Really? What I mean, what's their active play count? I mean, I haven't looked at it in a while, but I, I don't know all those stats. I, I don't yeah. know all that. I just just knowing what I know about it, because there's streamers who only stream Fallout 76. Yeah, I mean, there's I know there's still who, definitely people that play it, but. The last I heard, you know, number of active players was really low. It was like in the thousands, not in the hundreds of thousands. The only thing I can say is I really dig the helmet. The helmet that's sitting up there mm-hmm. that I'm going to take out and put into something's pretty cool. But other than that, uh, the game isn't great. I'd rather play Fallout 4. Yeah. Or Fallout, Fallout 4 wasn't great. Fallout 4 was... I, I felt like it was pretty good. It was not terrible. Um... It's my least favorite of the series I've played, and I've played most of them. Yeah, there there are some things that I would rather play Fallout, the original Fallout games for, but yeah, whatever. So, do you know about this game Outer Worlds? Since since we want to yes. end on a, on a on a popular note, so uh, it's out. It sounds like it'll be a really fun game to play if you really want to play in a dystopian capitalist future. Um, you know, some people that wouldn't be for, but it's uh, you know Bio Bioware game. Uh, which I love Bioware's games for the most part, so I'm really excited about this game coming out. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. I don't, I don't have anything else to say about it because I haven't played it, and I've really sheltered myself from watching a lot of things other than some of the like previews for it and everything, just because um, I really want to play. Uh, I really don't want to have like a whole bunch of like spoilers. It's one of the first Bioware games that have come out uh, in a while that haven't been like under someone else's publishment or publishing or something like that so I'm, I'm pretty pretty excited about that um are you looking up like the player count for fallout I kinda, 76 I kinda am, yeah yeah um uh estimates are the law of the place they don't have an official one but it is by most accounts less than a hundred thousand people for yeah some accounts it's about a hundred thousand which is for a game that sold 1.3 million copies not it's pre- pretty low for that but those those people are still there they're like a base player 
player amount, mm -hmm. and I mean that's that's a lot of people playing uh, all the same. They probably don't need as large of a server infrastructure as they yeah. created for it, but I mean still, yeah, it's a that's whatever. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But one of these days I may play it again when they get mm -hmm. the actual NPCs in the game instead of just having robots that sell you junk. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say about Outer Worlds? No, I'm interested to play it. I'm probably not going to play it for a little while because I'm trying to save up some money. But I've heard good, but also some not good things. But I think overall it's probably... I forgot to pick Thomas's brain on it. He played it yeah, like on Thursday and probably played it, playing it right now. Probably. And, well, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's probably playing it right now. Yeah, he's probably playing it right now. Surprise guest, instantly. Just call him up. What do you think about, <laughs> what do you think about Outer World? What part are you at? S send him a text message while we're, while we're sitting here talking. <laughs> Well, um, you know, that kind of puts us towards the end of the podcast for today. So we've, um, uh, season two, episode 19, as I fumble through that, like I always mm -hmm. do, uh, this is the end of that. We've got about two more episodes this, uh, this season. Before we go out, let's, um, let's just mention that we got some brew that we did for some cider. We're going to see in about two weeks how that works. So the, right before we record our next set of podcasts, we're going to do that, uh, check out, you know, what it what it ended up being like but we're pretty excited about it mm -hmm. smells like it's going to be good so anyway uh, yeah so so we're uh we're stoked other than that uh we'll catch you next time and have a great couple weeks or week <laughs> that's true <laughs> thanks for listening bye <laughs>